Take two. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Talking Shop. This is the second time we've recorded this because I didn't change the batteries out. So we are here uh, with two very, very, very special guests. Not only special guests, but some incredible friends of ours. Uh, one of the main reasons we decided to upgrade and yes. go for microphones was for this episode to have y'all two on. That is like how important and how special this episode is. So we have the Harpers with us. We have uh, Coach Mickey Harper and his wife Stephanie with us. So welcome to the shop. Thank you very much. Thanks. Yeah. Say hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Stephanie's so. a little nervous. Yes, I like to conversate. Yeah, we, that's, that's why we're that's why we're here. That's why we're excited to have you all on. Is for the, the conversation. A uh, lot of good things to talk about. Uh, it's funny we were just sitting here discussing about how informal this is, and sure enough, as I was recording the first opening, uh, the batteries go dead. Um, we got the best part about this whole deal uh, being out here at the shop is we got our families together. Uh, the Harpers have brought their girls out here to, to play with Jude. Swayze has graced us with her presence. So it's going to be a great episode. It's going to be a great episode. So let's just kind of, uh, let's just let's just start simple. What's going on in the Harpers' lives these days? Oh, wow. That's a, uh, that's a pretty busy question right about now. So uh, obviously school has started and I am a uh, math teacher and coach. So right in the middle of softball season for the fall. So we are about a third of the way through our season. Five and zero. We are in. Yes, we have started off good. There you go. Nine and one overall. Five and zero in the region. So uh, we're in the middle of that. Obviously, uh, I also coach nine ten softball. So we're in the middle of a uh, travel ball travel ball season. Yeah, with Sailor Bell and then Sadie Jane. Our uh, oldest daughter is doing gymnastics and good old competition cheer and sideline cheer. And our son is just schooling it and about to start a fall baseball season and uh, working at Chick-fil-A with his first job. So we are running around like chickens with our heads cut off uh, <laughs> most of the time uh, with just going from ball plan. field to ball field. He's running around. And um, you have a... I have a plan, so usually. It's like yes. a, like, it's like a pl is that based on a planner or some sort of calendar? Is it all like, you know, all, all up top? I like, how does that... up with three children and a husband who all do sports, yeah. all into something. Yeah, the iPhone is helpful, the calendar, but we don't share a calendar like normal people do because we did already discussed that Mick's not very technological. So... I just tell him what he he's on a need to know basis of what he has to participate in in the parenting, and then I just get the rest handled. <laughs> you're, you're amazing to be able to keep up with all that. It's yeah, I just I get text messages. You need to pick up so and so here. I'm here. We'll be back. We're gonna meet for dinner, or you're would on you your like own. To, yeah, would right, you like yeah. to participate? Yeah, which I guess is good. I have cooked, you better come home. And with Micah being older now, I'm sure that like helps a little bit with him. Yes, yes. Being able to drive. He can give somebody a yeah, ride. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he can. He can now. He can partake in the the, the shuttling. The parenting. I was cracking up listening the other day talking about a Chick Fil A job because uh, we were like talking about money. We're doing something, and uh, I don't know. I, I'm an awful math teacher because he's in my class right now and he said something about how much money he was about to make and I was like, there's no way you're about to make that amount of money with the hours you said you were just working. Right. And he went back and looked and he was like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I'm not making anything close to that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like, you're, you're a little, you're a little yeah, off there, pal. Yeah. <laughs> right, the dad's a math teacher. Yeah, I've had him for two years. Coach. Look, I've been blaming on me because I've had him two classes now. I'm the common denominator here. Try to so. keep, keep some people around to blame stuff on so you don't have to take full responsibility. That's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, talking about softball. So, how long, how long have you been in softball? How long have you been coaching softball? This is my 28th year coaching softball. Gosh, you're so old. I yeah. am old. Much I older old. than me. Compared to the, <laughs> compared to the rest listeners. of the people at this table, I'm, I'm at least seven and a half years older than everybody else sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so much, much. Times three is, uh, of the... Yeah, it is. It's a, it's, a long, it's a long, long time. So, yeah, graduated. Once I graduated college and started coaching, uh, it was baseball and softball every year. So uh, it's just a certain scenario, and I, I got into softball and baseball. Thought I'd do baseball forever, and then uh, after so many years, baseball dropped for a few years while I yeah. was coaching Micah. And uh, but I've kept softball the whole time for 28, 
28 years has been a, it's been a good run. I love I love the sport. It's fast paced and I've got really really great kids. Yeah, that uh, that make it fun to coach. Yeah, and you and you like I said being being at the high school with you working together and like having the same kind of kids like in class. Like, you really do got a really special group. And uh, I, I was going to say this, but I think jumping into it now, I love that you, Stephanie, like what you do with those girls in terms of the Bible studies and the stuff like that. So, you know, kind of one of the first things we want to talk about today was like, how do you as a coach's wife, you know, like, where do you decide to start like inserting like, this is what I want to be, a, this is how I want my role yeah. to look like as far as a coach's wife goes. Yeah, long ago, I guess I've said this a hundred times, but I was always prayed that God would give me a mission or give me a man yes. with a mission, which sounds super anti-feminist but I was actually a feminist back then a little bit like more like girl woman power or whatever yeah, but well, like you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna find that here on this podcast because yes. if you've listened to any of our episodes like first <laughs> gonna, gonna tell you either. like this is not like so, like we're, we're, we're girl power yes, we're woman power yes, but just in the role in, of what the woman's supposed to look yes, like exactly. well, that, we all know that I don't want to work I'd rather stay home yes and we're raise children that way. so yes, yes. Um, but anyway, so man, so the Lord was faithful to give me a man with a mission. I didn't have to go out and find my own. And kudos to those people who do, those women who do. But so when I came alongside, I didn't know anything about softball, but I knew a good bit about being a teenage girl back in the day. That was 20 years ago. So I tell them, like, as I've gotten older, that was 20 years ago. So, like, literally sitting in. So I do a Bible study. Just started out handing out, back in the day, I just hand out a piece of paper with my phone number on it and say, you know, your playing time does not depend on coming to this Bible study, but here's my tele telephone number. Text me if you want to come, kind of thing. I love that. And so they would they they would come. Um, we started in Douglasville, obviously that's where we're from, and so just would have a faithful few, super cool now, like where we 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 now have. I'm now teaching kids, like because I'm a sub. I teach kids of kids that I discipled and mm. I love that. Yeah. So started that and really just a discipleship thing. Life on life. How am I going to be a part? How, how's Mick going to share Jesus with girls because he's not going to like sit down one-on-one -on -one with girls. And he's not a girl so he can't relate in that way. Right. Like you can. Mm -hmm. And so they just, it, it is baffling. It's got to be the Lord because they always just come. They just show up. And this year, especially as Micah's now, I have a sophomore like I have a kid the same age and it literally was yesterday we're sitting around looking at y'all's kids it was yesterday that Micah was that little and I was like you know I can leave Bible studies like this one day he'll be y'all's age <laughs> yeah. you know and then now yeah. like it's he like is. get out the house we're trying to have Bible study you can't be here you know we're talking about David and Bathsheba like you yeah, right. know <laughs> So it's, but I keep thinking I won't be relevant anymore. So it's funny that you ask because they, and I don't say this to toot my own horn, like they, their girls are all, they're just hungry for Jesus. Yeah. And right. so somebody that's going to pour into them, they want it. Um, and so, yeah, it's like my 20th year, I think. That's amazing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it's cool to, to see that because for the most part, they, you know, they would, in the beginning, I would still be dragging the field, and uh, then I would get home after. And so I'd walk in the door, and the softball kids would beat me home. Right. Uh, that was when they were just our kids. Right, yeah. You know, we just right. had softball was, girls yeah. as our kids. But they would be like, you got to go. You know, so yeah, now point, they don't care if you're there. Now we got to kick the teenage son out. In that point in time, I would, just, I would go hibernate in my, you know, in the bedroom and watch TV. Yeah. And it was just all, all them. Because, you know, coaching girls, you have to be, you know, all guy staff for the most part for the majority of the 28 years. Luckily, now we've got, you know, Tim and Randy, Randy. Kyle and, mm -hmm. and Doug Allen. So I've got a female on staff for the first time consistently uh, ever. And, uh, and so, but I don't know, really love helps. him to coach with women. Let's just speak. Let's, you want to? Mm. Maybe we shouldn't touch on that. I love you. I, I love. No, I I don't, no travel, this is this but, is the real conversation yeah. that we because we talk I've about this never, all the time. It's that's uh, never something I've been. I could completely. Right. Well, about. I mean, because you understand the amount of time, right? That is yes. put into the season, and that's a weird like it's yeah, a. It's just, and people will hear this and be like, "What?" And, but yeah. like, but unless you like have been a part of like a coach coaching, or a coach's yeah. wife, but you don't understand the amount of time, right. the hours, and the things spent like that. And that's why, like, luckily, like yeah. I've only ever been football wrestling. Yeah. I've never had to worry about, to worry about exactly. any of that, you know. But I mean, it is a. It is definitely a, 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 a an odd, not odd, a, I don't know, a, 
kind of a different kind of when you're a, a softball coach, you right. know, and you, you know, but I, I think that's where yeah. you kind of step in, you get to kind of fulfill that role as the, right. you know, the female, the, the, the female leader. leader on staff. Did you start doing that? Okay. Like really early on, like mm -hmm. you're, you like year one you were involved? Huh? Maybe year one I wasn't, so maybe I lied about time frame. Um, year two. Yeah, yeah, like really early on. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask, because I got know people around here when... Jordan Robinson is was in my Bible study. Mm -hmm. I don't know how old she is. She was one of the first. Right. Like, so I she's a couple years house. older than, than me, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's what I was going to, because I was going to say, or I was going to say, you know, I'd say most people who are listening to this, like we talked about the local people listening, like they know, I'd say like they would see y'all too and know FCA like right now. Yeah. Like is that something like when you became a coach, like you were going to be involved, like you knew from day one that was going to happen, or was that something that kind of, well, yeah, like where did that happen? You know, he led me in FCA and also, I kind of thought, <laughs> I just jump on in. Uh, there you go. Let's so not go there. There's, there's, the, there's the first story. The no, let's not. Let's, let's make it really fast, though. Uh, not yeah. as redneck as yes. it is. The first story to <laughs> claim that as uh, why I'm a little older is uh, I, I did teach my lovely wife when I was a second year teacher. Uh, and uh, I did not date her or anything like that, any inappropriate. Six years later. Uh, it was after Six she had graduated later. from college, one of my buddies said, hey, I'm going to set you up with somebody that y'all have the same type of personality and your faith and all is the same. Yeah, which is funny in the world. And, uh, and he never he never even really did it. And so we ran into, I ran into her one time at Atlanta Bread Company. Yeah, and the rest is history. Awkwardly asked for her number and she gave it to me and then... No, he asked me out and I said, no, I'll give you my number. That's I correct. was like, what? <laughs> Coach Harper? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused right now. Yeah. I told him I was, what did I say? <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Like I like I was desperate. <laughs> you told him that? She was I didn't know he was going to ask me out. She was desperate for me. Oh, my, my mom was dying. Yeah. My mom was like, I knew the whole time he was going to ask you out, and you're just over there throwing yourself. And I was like, I was not. And then he asked me, and I was like, um, no, thank you. No, thank you. So within a couple of weeks, she had said yes to the date. Oh, yeah. Uh, All over that. So, anyway. Oh, the first gosh. date was... July 17th. Oh, okay. And uh, we got married a year later. Got married July 17th the next year. Wow, and that was I didn't know a little that. over, little over know, 19 you know. years ago. Uh, we broke up somewhere in the middle of there, too. Wow. Yeah, she Engagement, got cold Then she called cold back. Feet. No, no she, that cold feet she, sounds she, like the wedding. I didn't need to call off the wedding. <laughs> uh, Anyways. But, yes, when I first started, I was involved with FCA uh, when I was in high school. And, um, you know, did that, and so when I came back to Lithia Springs, where I graduated from, My you know, five years later, you know, FCA was still uh, a part. It was still big, so I jumped in and, and got right back involved. You got saved uh, at FCA. I did. Mm -hmm. I got F lock saved at so, FCA yeah. lock-in. Any of y'all are Douglasville people, uh, Deerlick Park lock-in, FCA lock-in. Uh, a group from Shorter College actually came down and did a little skit. Uh, and I had known all the right answers all along. Yeah. Uh, but for the first time, I just felt the, the burden of knowing who Jesus was versus having a relationship of what Jesus meant. Uh, and so that night, I accepted Jesus uh, as my Lord and Savior. And uh, so FCA has always been that big part of my life. And yeah. so I helped with FCA there, moved to Chapel Hill and started the uh, FCA program uh, at, at Chapel Hill. So I've been a part of... Uh, FCA for you know a long long time uh, but then after we got married we had the opportunity to go to FCA coaches camp mm. right uh, and I think that was I'll let Stephanie kind of piggyback on this I think that's where we really saw all right how because we are down there with other coaches coaches wives coaches families y'all are coming next summer unless you we were we were all in. all in. We were all in. And you would have had the baby at St. Thomas. Oh my gosh. Oh, but that would have been a good story. It never happened. It would be so good. Oh. But anyways, the next <laughs> summer. But yes, I think coaches camp, all the different y'all have been to a marriage retreat with us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They just have so because the coach's life is so difficult and especially like and I I don't know if this is like being a non-believer and being a coach i guess is kind of hard but being like mm. being a yes. christian and trying to like 
show kids Jesus every day through your job and your family and your lifestyle is just very, I mean, it's hard. Oh, right? uh, yeah. And it's hard no, on a... I think being marriage. a non-believer coach probably a little bit easier because uh -huh. it's like, I'm just going to do my job. I'm going home. I'm not worried about... Right. Yeah. You know, I really struggled in the beginning when Sam was first a coach because yeah. I had no we moved to Calhoun, I had no clue what the coaching life yes. we've kind of said this before entailed and how many hours away he was and honestly I was just very lonely. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't have um like my friends, they live kinda all over, but I just had football wives. Right. But FCA was not really a thing. It is now at Calhoun, but um, they didn't really have a big FCA program well, yeah, at the time. Yeah. And so, like, I love how you started Bible study because, like, you were involved. Like, you got right. yourself you involved. You have to be. You do. And now I totally see that. Like, you have to be involved. Like, we do line. Like, we cook for the boys. Or, mm -hmm. you know, like, I go to all the games and I'm involved. But it can be very, very lonely in the beginning. Or I was very sure. lonely. If you just are not involved yeah. if you wanted to live totally separate and you know again back to the biblical worldview yeah. of how we think life should live but if you wanted to just have your profession and have your job and just live that lane and him live that lane right. i just think it would be horrible we are we are living proof well, of like that. especially yeah. i mean i think especially like with softball because like football i mean football there's a lot of time in certain yeah. ways but like to me the travel and like the way softball is because you're middle of the week yeah. And then I know, like you also too, like you're also going to see your girls, like when they're doing their travel ball stuff. Yeah. Like, I, like you're going to like see them when they're doing that kind of stuff too. I mean, so, I mean, like, where did y'all, like, how did y'all figure out the balance of things of like, I'm, like we had to do these things, but also got to make sure that there's this time here. Like for my family. Yeah, that is that's hard, and it's it's still really hard to figure out the balance of that. But what we try to do is incorporate those kids like they're our family. Uh, so early on, you know, Steph was at almost every game uh, and made that a priority. So those were our kids. I can't be a good example of a, you know, a Christian woman. So she was that. Yeah. Uh, but then she, we wanted to show them what a Christian family looked like. And if your wife is not there involved, you can't do that. Uh, so she's showing them how to support. I'm trying to show them how to treat you know, my, my wife, how they should be treated, their husband should treat them. She's trying to show how, you know, a Christian wife should, should, should support her husband. Uh, and so that was our model that we wanted to illustrate. And then, you know, you're going you're gonna to screw up. And so then you have to be real. Uh, you know, when yeah, you mess up. I think it up. was easier after we had kids. Like you said, when we didn't have kids, it was kind of like me sitting by myself. Right. Once you have the kids, you at least have somebody to keep you company. Exactly. But we did joke that you had like, Micah thought that, because he coached softball and baseball for a long time, especially when Micah was little. And so I joked that, you know, daddy doesn't have like lines on his face or whatever. Like he thought that his daddy had lines like chain links. Through the fence, through the fence, like poor Micah. He's never seen his dad inside, outside the chain link. But I mean, we did, we went to everything. I know you and I have talked about this a lot. Yeah. Like it's hard. And it's not pretty, like, after, I think, after one of the C-sections, I lugged Sadie Jane down to the ball field because I was, like, just determined yeah. that we go to every, you know, as right. many games as we could. And I think I was, like, in the bed for three days after. But, like, it just, it means a lot to the kids. And then it means, you know, I think. It means a lot to me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then now we're in, like, and I will say we went through a season. We, um, we had custody of my sister's two kids for several years. So we had five kids and that. At that time, I had so much going on, I did have to pull back. I didn't get to be as involved for good reason. Yeah, God used right. it, and it was great, but it was harder on our marriage, and it was harder on us, me not being there. And then now, <clears throat> we're full circle. Now, our kids are all athletes in some form or fashion, and so I'm having to pull back and get them to their practices wow. instead of being at his stuff. And it's it's like I would cry. It's hard because yeah. I, I don't miss my – like. They're my girls too, so right. it hurts my heart. They're like, Miss Stephanie, where were you? Well, you know, Micah right. had a yeah, game or Sadie Jane has practice and I've got to pick her up. But I try, like, that's the glory of God moving us out here and being, we live literally walking distance from the field. So I can walk down, watch somebody's at bat, right. and then and walk then, home yeah, yeah. and take somebody. That's something that you and I had talked about, like, taking, um, <clears throat> now having Swayze and Jude and to football games. And, like, mm -hmm. I want to be there for Sam because I've never missed a game. Yeah. But also, I have to do what's best for my children. But then, I, you know, you feel guilty leaving your children, like, with my yeah. mom. But then you, you're like, well, at the end of the game, what if Sam didn't have anyone to hug? Like, that makes me want to cry, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I want to be a wife. I want to yeah. be 
a good mom it's and it's such a, that's right. such a struggle. <laughs> okay, well, I don't know. And I want to hug you after the game, yeah. so maybe yeah. it's just me. Oh, that's awesome. That's funny. Um, but that, being a coach's wife is difficult. Mm -hmm. And you make it like your goals for that. Oh, you're. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. You are. You it. are. So I like it. You have, to I have like thick, it. you have to have thick skin. Oh, well, I don't do well at uh, that. And so that's, you know, that's part of the issue because, you know, even sitting in the stands, you can surround yourself uh -huh. with other coaches' wives, but you can still hear people second guessing and people. Right. And today's, and then it's it's just gotten harder. And it's gotten in the the worst, and it was social media, and yeah. with the way, and you know, like I understand, what like I guess softball, like travel ball, has been around for a long time, right. you know, and uh, you're starting to see a little bit of that in football too, where they're now doing the seven on seven and stuff like that, but it's turned into a world where it's so not necessarily diluted, because I think it's good. The more competition you get, the better, obviously, because you're always competing. But at the same time everybody's playing on their travel ball team because there's 10 people on it so everybody's playing and then all of a sudden you're part of a school team and you're getting all the best of these other good travel ball teams and you may not necessarily be the best and now it's well i'm the i'm the starter on my travel ball team or seven on seven i'm the best quarterback that this seven on seven team's ever had and right. you're not playing him well, and there's so many different levels of it right. that's right yeah. uh and you know it's hard you know and it's people are like oh man it must be great and it, you know winning is awesome and that's what you're there for uh, but I mean, I'm sitting, you know, with 19 kids in my softball program. So, you know, obviously some of those are, are JV kids and the eighth graders play up. But I've got 13, 14 kids at any point in time that are good enough to be starting on the majority of the softball teams out there. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're unbelievably fortunate to have that. But that means there's nine or ten that you can put in the lineup based on how you, you know, construct mm -hmm. your lineup. Uh, and so that means three or four really good kids. Or not starting. Yeah. Uh, which is the hard. The older he gets, the softer his heart gets. Like, it's, it used to it's be hard. When we were, he's like, this is how it is. So that's what I was raised on, you know? Like, it, but I, I mean, I love that. You love it's just it's hard because we you, love the kids. They, yeah. There are kids. Right. And they all work right. hard. I'm in a fortunate yeah. situation. I can't. I can't say, well, you're not playing because you don't work hard enough. Right. No, you, you work hard, but a certain situation against a certain pitcher you're not in the right matchup yeah. and so and so is excelling a little bit more and you your heart you want to put them all in there right but yeah. you but you can't and you're still there to to win ball games so right. trying to teach those kids that you still have a role yeah and your role is still important and you have to mm -hmm. be ready uh that's the hardest thing to do is to have you know kids that deserve to play and you literally can't find them a right. way in the lineup, right. at, or a consistent way in the lineup, and it's—I mean, it's—it's it's humbling to those kids. It's hard for me. I don't want to look at them and, right. you know, not have their line, name in the lineup and, and those types of things. So it's hard, but it's also—it's also real life. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Uh, it's, a, it's a valuable lesson to learn that sometimes, even if you work your hardest, yep. it's not guaranteed success. It's not guaranteed the job. You know, I think it's a dangerous. I, I hear it all the time people say, "Well, yeah, if you work hard, you'll, you're going to you're, oh, you're not, not you're necessarily not get it. Like, not if you Jesus don't hey, want if we just show coaches you're working hard, you'll play. Like you'll get the opportunity, maybe you'll get the opportunity to, to show why, maybe not. But, but maybe yeah. not. I mean, it's a that's real life. Yeah. I mean, you can be incredible, you know, yeah, uh, and it's not like get one the of those job. Attention can, parents, and our, like thank goodness we had kids too, because then we. We, we we have to live it out mm. now, you know, like, right. oh, but we think, I think my baby's the cutest and the right. best there ever right. was, right. you know, but then accepting that that coach that God's placed them under, no matter what you, like, and, you know, Coach Rob was Micah's coach, so another little shed a tear here, <laughs> but, you know, like, and so, of course, I trust him, but even if he were a total stinky stinkington, right. like, that was such a dirty word there. I'm about to put the explicit okay, label on this episode. But you know, even if it is a horrendous coach, when I oh, I cringe when anytime on maybe this this total on Facebook when you see somebody blast a coach that yes. you killed that for their kid, that right. you killed that dream. And I know there's some there are some stinkers out there. There are. Right. But when you put your kid out there, you can still teach them valuable lessons. And I know when you put mm -hmm. them under my husband, this is what, you know, I yeah. get fired right. up. Because I'm like, he is literally losing sleep. So I know yeah. he is trying his darndest. And for years, 
my kid saw him through a chain link fence. So yeah. if you think yeah. he's out there just trying to screw your kid, right. that is not true. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that like, it's, 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 no, no, it's, it's, not, it's spot on. Yes. But I get it because now we have kids of our own and I just want to see my baby shine. Yeah. Right. You know, you know but, but sometimes know. your best is not as good as somebody no. else's. And right. gosh, you know? not playing sometimes is just better for them. Right. right? Not hurts your heart, but we, back to I, parenting and watching your kid fail and watching your kid struggle, like, we're not here to rescue them you know well, we're not. i see the you know pa parents you know they they can sometimes you know you just you killed his passion to play and he don't like playing mm -hmm. anymore Hurts my heart. and to me i guess just being involved in sports the way that i have been if playing time determines your passion for the game i don't know that you really quite had it to begin with yeah right? yeah i mean if you really truly love the game i mean right. don't get me like you said everybody wants to play right but if you truly love the game you truly love being a part of the team the playing time is really the icing on the cake. I mean, yeah. when you get there. I mean, and like I said, it's easy to say easy that if you're say playing, you're not there. of course, absolutely. You know, but I, but but I've been there. You but know, but we can all I name mean, kids who rode the pine, after there, there gymnastics very yeah. limitedly, and there are some girls that never that don't. I mean, gymnastics is incredibly hard. So you're not just gonna practice hard one day and start the next weekend. Right. You know, yeah. but like they're so important, and we could name a million kids that didn't necessarily shine on the field, but man, they're yeah. such. Like they were vital members of the state championship team. They were vital members of teams, and so right. I like to remind myself of that. And well, yeah, I mean, other yeah. parents, there's like, a gosh. there's a beauty to like your first year. You you play JV, you play that scout team role. You know, right? You you get better and you work your way to that. You right. Know? We have one. You know, we have it now. It's it's a it's one where I hear it all the time. Where like, well, I'm gonna take a year off and I'll come back <laughs> after next year. Yeah. I'm starting thinking like, can you imagine being at a job and you not get the promotion? <laughs> you said, hey, you know hard. what? I'm gonna go home for a year, and when this comes back up in next year, I'll, I'll show back up. Like, no, there's something about like, yeah. okay, like like stick with it and and show yeah. that you're show, like Committed. if you really want it. Like if you want to come back next year, why wouldn't you work this year? Right. Yep. Like why? Why do you? Why, why do you? How do you think taking a year off is going to somehow yeah. elevate yeah. you yeah. to that level? Because I know you're not doing anything. Exactly. I'm not having to play scout team this week. Yeah. <laughs> We've been there. One thing I love about y'all is like the way you parent. And so I guess we met y'all um, maybe like five years ago or four years. Yeah, because we, we came to Bremen. Like I mean, I knew Coach Harper, the softball coach, but I didn't know. Mickey didn't know right. Mickey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We because we, we were at different schools. Stay in the stands of a football yeah. game. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, because you reminded me of some oh, hot friend or we, something. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> did <laughs> tell me that. Anyway, you did tell me that. Had a little bit. Um, <laughs> sorry. Super random. This is why I should not be on here. It is, no, is, is true. That is how we spoke. If you only listen to this, they don't know that you're really hot. I mean, your husband said so, but... Friend of friend. Nick's going to be mad if I said that. No, I'm not mad. I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. But okay, okay. But one Stop of the main now. things that Sam told me, I guess Sam was maybe coaching Micah in middle school, and so Sam came home and told me he's like, you know, the Harpers, they don't let Micah have an iPhone, and <laughs> which I, was a big. Deal I love that. Yes, because you know you see kids walking around with iPhones uh -huh. and like. I don't even know. And now that I have children and mm -hmm. know the internet is a scary place, and so scary. I know that um, teenagers and preteens don't have the brain power or maturity yes, to make wise decisions mm -hmm. on the internet. So I, um, I think that is one of the very first things that I knew about you guys is like the same topic, <laughs> and it stuck with me. Like, and and from that day, maybe we had just had Jude. Anyways, I was like, I want to do that. Like, mm -hmm. I do not. Like we need to be strong, just like yeah. them. Because make so, like, a decision. yeah, like how did y'all, like what did you say to Micah when he? I'm sure he was like, well, I want to be like everybody else and have mm -hmm. an iPhone. Uh, we've we've always been weird parents, uh, you, don't you think? Oh yeah. I, I mean, mean, me more so than him. We go, we have this rule. Like, what do what do we say? Yeah, the rule is kind of if we disagree on what we're going to do parenting wise, uh, then normally we would adhere to whoever had the strictest higher mm. convictions. Oh, that's convictions. good. And a lot of our parenting comes from this and I, random Bible study, Parenting on Purpose, and I can't even think of the guy's name. Ooh, I'm but popping that in my phone. I was so I went, it. and it's hard to find. It's like literally like <laughs> it's all the week because, you know, I'm elderly, but the but Lauren McGuire, she's a Chick-fil-A owner from, she lived, she lived in Douglasville 
has she has four very amazing grown children so I learned a lot of what we were gonna do from her she led a parenting class and oh. I sat in it and was like I'd go home and be like so Lauren says Mick's like okay but we should probably pray <laughs> <laughs> normally you go what would Jesus do what would Lauren do I mean, I love her. I it, need to, I, she, I'll text her after this. It's Steph, Stephanie worked for, but the yeah. Well, look, we need to book her. We need to get yes. that. Would be oh great. Her, yeah, her and Perry would is, be great. Is, she's is, actually so, uh, she's actually my third cousin. Like so I'm related. Yeah, yeah. To, I'm related to her. So uh, that one might be. Yeah, her granddad and my granddad were so actually brothers. Really but it's a great. What she did, what she talked about, was phenomenal. What mm -hmm. she limited her children, and she limited the opportunities they had. Mm. For error, uh, and and you know the opportunities that that she gave for her kids to uh, water, water. You know, I guess to error. Uh, so you know, when you limit those opportunities, you put your child in a better position for success. Mm. If you take away those opportunities, you know, to mess up. Uh, and so you know, as he's matured through that, we've made that. But you know, I'm sure he doesn't. He did not like it. Didn't necessarily enjoy it. Still you know, doesn't like it. Being the uh, you know the he nickname flip Flipper, phone. being yeah, the yeah, nickname yeah. Flipper. But uh, I mean, I think it was. I got what I like about what y'all do, which I seem to do, is like you keep the the you raise with them. Like you see like where they're yes. at, and then you kind of elevate with that. It's not like you have this hard line, and then right. they begin to get above yes. you, and then it's like this thing where it's like you're being super restrictive. It's like this is where you're at. So this is where we're going to parent. This yeah. is the level we're going to parent at, and then we'll kind of go. And adapt as we see that because yeah. and and I can say this I've taught Micah last year and this year it, it's working I, I just from what I see I mean you have a, a respectful young man okay. I mean you know what I'm saying it's, it's a, <laughs> we're still like, working yeah I mean I'm sure there are, I mean it's a teenage boy yeah I we mean, asked him a, because my friend Lauren you could I could go to her kids uh, and they like they're super successful kids now and I could go to him in college her the baby who was she, he made mistakes you know they weren't perfect kids and I would be like, are you glad your mom did that? And by like the third year of college, he was like, yeah, all my friends are addicted to yeah. A, B, and C, and I'm not. Right. You mm -hmm. know, and so that gave me the willpower to keep, okay, Mike, I know you hate this. I know this, right. but this right. is, and the, so you were talking about the, the problem that's come up, we're learning and growing as we go. The problem that comes up is he's like, well, y'all don't trust me. Y'all don't, y'all don't think I'm a good kid. Right. Like you suspect that you're always, I'm always under, suspect right, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we've so. been able but I'm like no but now because we have these boundaries for you we can really be more generous like right. I don't mm. care where he goes he can drive now you don't have to tell me I'm not going life 360 you and see your speed limit no judgment on those parents who do I have right. best friends dear friends that do it all and I'm that's good but for for Micah he does need to know that we do trust him right and you know, if his friends are listening to this, they're always like, "Miss Harper, you won't believe what Micah said today, or you won't believe what he did. And I'm like, I'm sure I won't, but oh well, I'll give him something to cry about and then we'll move on. But for the most part, we're just going to keep widening our boundaries now that, and that's what we're, we're, we're learning. We'll be able to right. tell you what to do with you, but like we're widening it now. And so, and eventually he's going to have a cell phone that's completely free access right. and he's got to know how to handle that eventually. Mm. Right. I don't think they need to know how to handle it in seventh grade or right. eighth grade. Or I don't think so. Grade. Oh, man, some right. of them have it. And if everybody would get on that page, it would make my life not well, I mean, be such a mean. Right. I know. I mean, just being a teacher, I feel like the two most common problems in the classroom, social media, yeah. inappropriate relationships. Yeah. Asian <laughs> man. Yeah. I feel like. Those are the two, the two things. Like, if there's a problem, if somebody's going through something, it somehow gets back to those two yeah. things. Yeah. And snap to the chat. Is yeah. I'm so saying that, 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 yeah, yes. Absolutely. That is the, that right. is the number one. I yeah. mean, it is. That is the worst one. Yeah. That no. is one. And I, because it's all secret. And it's crazy. Yeah. Because Jesus likes to put things in the light, not in yeah. the dark, and it shouldn't That's disappear. Right. And I take, I take right. and, and look, and that sister. one there, they don't, they don't text, they don't call. No. It's all that. Like Snapchat. literally every bit of communi communication yeah. is that. That's crazy. I don't even want to know like where it's going to be uh -huh. when Jude's It's 16. terrifying. It's, it is terrifying. Like that's wild to think about. Like I mean, Jude's too, and all the things that are. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, and what's and the way be we like? look at things like. So Micah, you know, had that that phone, and now Sadie Jane is becoming, you know, she's an eighth grader, but she may never. Get she's a little bit more. Ad, she's a little bit more addicted to the technology, social, you know, aspects of it. Selfie. Where Micah is not nearly was he not nearly as, right. you know, attention driven through the social media aspects of it. Um, 
And so she, we just keep telling her, I don't, we're not going to do, it, you know, Mikey got it at this age, so you can get it to this age. It's They're different the people. Right. She mm. has another plug. She has a Gab wireless phone. They should sponsor you. It's just talking and texting, and the photos are so grainy. If somebody sent you something dirty, you wouldn't know where it was. <laughs> <laughs> that is where we're at. Yeah. So that's what she has. And yeah. She can get group text, so, you know, like okay, for so the cheer be, yeah, and that's the right, things. That's right, yeah. But, you know, there is a whole world of other ways that people communicate, and yeah. we just get left out. I so. wish, yeah, I mean, I wish yeah, more people were. She's going to care a lot more than Micah did. Right. You know, Micah was like, I don't care. He's well, already but we're already growing up in a in a time where like everything's comparison wise right. i mean it's always yeah. coming up with the joneses it's always this and then allowing access to the social certain social medias where that's all it is it's just simply like uh, some sort of, like the world will tell you it's a reflection of who you are depending right. on how many likes you get yeah. or depending yeah. on who's doing this or that and they just when you feed into that it's, it's a, it is it's a very dangerous thing very um, well, i mean it goes back to your job as a teacher you know us being guys uh, and teaching, you know, we still have to be, you know, you have to be careful. You have to be smart about those things. Right. Uh, obviously, you're a lot younger, so uh, being 50, it's not really uh, all that so much anymore. Uh, but I mean, so I've just gone along with the thing is, you know, I have no Facebook. I have right. no, uh, only thing I have is Instagram where I follow, you know, he wants to see what his kids are doing. five people. So I follow my wife, my mom, my sister. Micah and Bremen softball, yeah. and that's all I follow. Yeah. You know, I may see other stuff. We're trying to get him to follow Talking Shop. Uh, yeah, there we go. But I just, we'll you know, you. number yeah. one, I guess maybe I, I don't want to see what everybody's saying right. about me. But uh, I've always mm. said that's why Mickey Harper is so grounded because you don't like. I'm like on Facebook today, and he's I like, know. anyways, what relevancy does that have to my life? And I'm like, what hurts my heart that they just said that? And he's like. I'm not on it, so I don't know. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a it's a simpler way of life. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I've always, like I said, I've always uh, we we've talked, uh, y'all, not to get too sappy and hop y'all too much. Although we do that on this podcast a lot, y'all literally like two people that we look up to. Yeah. In terms of parenting, like and marriage. Like because I'll be calling you. Uh, I feel like for a long time, being like, "Okay, what do I do? This is happening in Jude's life. Is Anytime. this happening yeah. in Swayze's life? Like, well, how do, what do I do? Like, what does yeah. Jesus say about this? Yeah. You know?" Well, like we went to that. So that this last this past year at that marriage retreat, like we got to sit down and yeah. just talk and like get to know y'all even like more. Uh, but like we just love the way like y'all do marriage too, because right. like seeing y'all at the marriage retreat is like hilarious because. I don't know, like y'all get called up to do everything. Like <laughs> voluntold because yes, yeah, so, I mean that's the yeah. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Um, well when we're I'm encouraged by y'all's like I do I've applied a lot of stuff y'all have shared because your marriage is so different than ours because I'm married to the man, the myth, the legend and also the king of dad jokes. So oh, he is, we do a lot like a lot but in all the joking and stuff, like I love y'all's sincerity and the way that you strive to really encourage and talk highly of your spouse and right. not that I talk negatively about Mick but we're, he cracks a jokey joke all the time right. and so we have to like so I love that we can learn from each other right like, that there's stuff that we see in y'all that we're like man they they got that right now instead of 10 years from Aww. now where we were still yeah. working through it well it's like so, I said yeah. I mean those, these things are you're it's always a, like an evolution and a, an adapting and, mm -hmm. and a figuring thing out. And once you think you got something figured out, then something, something comes else. up and it's, it's, it's there. Yeah. Well, so and then we talk, you know, we talk different at, at school and in the hallways and stuff like that. At and at different times around, just. But I will say, I think both of us have the same mindset because you can get around a group of guys that mm. will. So not a hundred percent sure where we cut off, but. Yes, let's but, get back to that. So we were talking about us talking in general about our wives and in the workplace. In the workplace, well, and even hanging out with our buddies and yes. stuff like that. Yeah. You know, everybody can have a, a rift here or there, but that's <laughs> something that you should, for the most part, if you're one on one with somebody, you may could talk about and find advice. But when you're with a group of buddies, that's not a place or time to vent your anger about yeah, your I, wife. I, 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 agreed. Uh, agreed. It's somewhere where you know, and I try to tell her, and I probably should do a better job of. You know, complimenting her at home the way I compliment her in, in public because, mm. you know, I find myself, you know, bragging on her in public. Uh, and then sometimes I realize that I don't ever say those same things to her, possibly in, in private, you know, when we're at, at home. But because um, we're not home, but yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, but speaking of your spouse in in the appropriate yes. light. Yeah, and uh, that's something that you brought up that I will, I just really it's convincing because well, we're it's, all just tempted it's very, to be yeah. shed light on the negative. Right. And it's, but it's, I don't know. That's one of those things that I feel like is a non-negotiable in like our marriage is like we're not going to go speak outside of our marriage to in, in, in that kind of light and right, negative right. way. You know, like I think if there was like like a legitimate problem, safe place like we you get, need to ask right, the question. That's right. That's right. Get, but just to 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 be part of just a, a normal conversation, just to to, to bring it up in Bash. some sort of like a, a crude or a a negative way. I don't know. Like I see those things in it. Like it hurts me. Yeah. Like when I hear somebody doing yeah. that, because I'm just like, golly, like your spouse ain't even here to defend themselves. Yeah. Like you're just kind of like especially men. They just think it's funny. I feel like. And then with women, I mean, once one starts, it's like, it's like yeah. all the other ones start, and I'm yeah. like, I do not want to hear that. Like that, you're you're not bringing any good from that. Like, right. Nothing good is coming from that, and it's just a lot of complaining. And so, little, uh, I don't know, maybe on YouTube, the marriage panel. Y'all were on a marriage panel. At church. It's not on YouTube. I look. Oh, it's not. Not, no. not yet. Well, Matthew needs to. The, young, the youngs. The youngs are. The youngs are coming on the show, so we'll have to we'll say something to make sure. Yeah. Put them on the spot while yeah. they're on here. Yeah. Right. Where's but, that at? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all got to be a part of like a marriage panel. I mean, is that that one speaks to y'all's marriage? Yeah, there they couldn't find anybody no, else they in the were church. Like, let's they make sure like, we have somebody, somebody real up like, here. Like, <laughs> somebody y'all seen somebody duking it out. Yeah. Let's get some real Looking like they might not need a hug after it was over. And uh, so, like, there's there's that. And then one of our best episodes we've ever done is the measuring parenting success. Yeah. So, like, asking y'all, like, what do y'all, like, when you, like, now or when you first started having, thought about having kids or when you first had kids to where you are now and in the future, like, where do you see, like, success in parenting? Like, what do you want to see? Is something you've always wanted to see? Has it changed? Yeah, I mean, I think we have to start with, we did ask our kids this, like, because I was like, if we're going to go say, like, we're successful, like, let's see what our kids yeah, say. Yeah, this let's is real. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, Mike is like, mm. I mean, he knew, he did say there were good things we had done. He gave us those lists, which that was a blessing. But also, like, I was like, have you arrived where you see everything we did is for your good? Like, the, the things, yes. the boundaries we put up. He was like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> He's not quite there. He's not there yet. Now, Sadie Jane, who is like our, well, more of a little people pleaser, too, probably. She was like, yeah, I get it. And, I mean, she is the one that wants the phone probably more than anybody else. Right. But she's like, I, I do get it. I know you're doing it for my good. And then, Lord help us with Sailor I don't know. She's like, I just love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would I ever? And she goes, and then my mind just went blank when you asked me those kinds of questions. <laughs> I love her. I love her. <laughs> but, yeah. But, so, I think... I mean, I mean, ultimately, we want them to be, you know, God-fearing, God-seeking, Jesus-following people that, mm -hmm. you know, can at least take our marriage and our parenting as a starting point for right. what they want to do. Mm -hmm. right. Not that it's perfect, yeah. but they can mold, you know, what they seek. Number one, they can look at it as an example, but then hopefully we point them back to the Bible, yeah. not back to what... We you know, did. we did because yeah. we're going to be, we we're going to have faults. Mm. We're going to mess up. There's, you know, many times that I have to go back and say, hey, I handled that in an inappropriate way. I, you know, I shouldn't have done that. You know, I still think back to when Michael was little and I'm, you know, arguing and yelling and screaming at an umpire in a game and I come back and sit down on the bucket and Michael's probably six standing up next to the fence holding onto the fence. He's like, Daddy, you're not supposed to talk to people like that. <gasps> oh. uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> Yes, yeah, worse now when he talks to him like that. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, you look back at those things, and then I have to go back and, and try to use those things as, you know, an example. You're right. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not perfect. I am going to falter. This is what, you know, I have to do to get, to get better. But you hope and pray along the way that it gives them the starting point yeah. Yeah. of an example. But then, again, point them towards something that's, not gonna falter mm -hmm. and you know and that's the word you know so you yeah. point them back to the word uh and so you hope you bring them up you know in the church and in that community uh and then pray that they want to stay you know church is not you know churches are still made up of humans which are sinful uh, you can't look at 
you know, a church for this or uh. a FCA group for this or another person. You can't look at that. And mm. again, if you do that, you're you're never going to be content or happy with your church or your That's right. or your yeah. family or those things yeah. because we're all we're all screwed up. You know, yeah. we're all messed up in that way. And so we're going to let people down. Um, yeah, well, I think it goes. You know. I saw this, it goes back to talking about earlier, you know, if you let your playing time dictate whether or not you love the game, if you let people dictate yeah. whether or not you love Jesus, yeah, then that's you're, gonna, a, you're, yeah, that's good, that's you're good. kind of on the wrong thing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that analogy of, you know, this older lady came to the pastor at, at church and was talking about the hypocrisy in the church and the people that were talking. And uh, he said she was going to leave the church and go somewhere else. And he said, well, just meet me back here next Sunday morning. Uh, so she came in early Sunday morning and he filled a coffee cup up to the just to the brim. He said, you know, take this cup. I just want you to walk around. Now, don't drink any of it. Just walk around and, uh, you know, the whole church. And then come back and tell me tell me what you see this Sunday compared to last Sunday. Uh, and so she comes back and he's like, well, what did you see? He goes, she goes, well, I couldn't see anything. I was just focused on this, not spilling this coffee all over oh. the place. He said, well, there's your point. If you'll focus on Jesus mm. like you focus on that coffee, <laughs> then you won't have to you won't, see yeah. and worry about what yes. everybody else is doing. You'll just have to be convicted about what you're doing. Yes, mm. And good. you can't. Mm. And so I'm like, eh, yeah. Yeah. No, it kind of bites a little bit. Yeah, because it's intimidating even like when we were talking to our kids because like, I'm like, do we want to, like we want to, I want to encourage y'all as young, you know, younger parents and like people listening. I want them to, to know things that work for us. I want them to ultimately I just want everybody to follow Jesus and be a disciple and then disciple others but I think first of all you put yourself out there when you talk about stuff like this and say it and Satan comes at you so like literally I'm like I'll rebuke him now why don't I just do it on live and then I'll rebuke him when we get in our car because we I mean anybody that knows us and I mean y'all seen us pretty up close so I'm thankful that you see Jesus in us when you see us up close (laughs) but you know that like we live in a small town. People have seen us fail. They've seen our kids fail. They're going to continue right. to see right. us fail. That's right. And so if you're not like just looking for Jesus in it, then people are just going to see You can flaws. always find the negative in something. Oh, yeah. yes. I mean, we, 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 like doing this, like, it is like a weird thing because like you're putting it out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and when you put it out there, I mean, people Satan like to. The, it and then that's people right. And, 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 people, and people will begin to watch you just to see if you're going to fail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, they want to yeah. see. They want to say, oh, are you a hypocrite? Yeah. Are you just saying that? What are you doing? And it's yeah. like, well, well yeah, I am a hypocrite. Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be wrong. I mean, yeah. I, it's my nature. You yep. know, I'm not really sure how to get to get rid of that. But, you know, it is like you are when you're putting it out there. Yeah. But it's got to be put out there. Somebody yeah. needs to put it out there. Yeah. And you if know? you don't, then you're like, and just like we tell our kids, we're like, you know, we, we're going to. We're gonna do the best we can to answer to God the way that we parent That's right, you. Yep. And if you don't like it, and you know, Jim Bob's parents do it different. That their parents are answering to God too, and so they'll yeah, deal with right. that. And that's we right. just have to stay in our lane and do what we think is right. Do we think that's gonna turn out three perfect children? No. Do we pray that they eventually, you know, when they're old, they won't depart from it? Right. Yes. And that's His promise. That's the promise. Right. All well, the I, other I can, stuff's not. I can. I mean, I saw this, and I can see it with y'all, and I think the same thing with us. Like. Marriage is your first ministry, mm-hmm. then your children. Like all of these things have been given to you to steward, yeah, in in, in, a, in a proper manner, you know. And you got to take care of those things first. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is a uh, it is one of those things. Where, like something's going to come up after this. Well, like earlier, the batteries weren't working. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that, that first part recorded. I said- <laughs> The Lord didn't want anybody to hear it, or Satan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it is. The enemy will attack, and he'll he'll try to prevent good, you know, God's glory. Yeah. No. It's uh, sure. Well, I don't know how long we've been going. Wait, I have a couple more. Okay. Good. Good. What is a non-negotiable negotiable in your your marriage? What do we? Let's let's give some examples. We went over this. That way we can make sure we. Okay. What were the ones that we talked about? Um, going to bed together at the same time every night. Um, oh well. No. <laughs> these are for us. These are like these are ours. These are, these are ours. These are ours. Like things that like we Kirsten, do. Like, like we always like say, "I love to. you." When we got the phone, even if we're mad, yeah. we never hang up on each other. Like, those are like some yeah. of ours. So what would you say? Like not like, and I say, you know, in biblical sense, we're even said just the things that y'all, the Harpers do. Yeah. Like, these are yeah. things that we do in our marriage. That, like these are hard lines. Like, yeah. We're they hold asked on this to on the things. panel, and I had a hard time with it then. Uh, Again, but you're just, better at just lo- I mean, things. I think loving, loving through everything. Uh, yeah, but we don't like we do say I love you, but we did talk about that we will go to bed. We won't go to bed like angry, 
but we have realized that sometimes like you won't go to bed completely okay with everything right. you know like that uh, we'll go to we'll, curse go to bed go down on your anger yes but at the same time like we have jobs to do the next day, right. so we may not completely yeah, come to, to, to terms yeah. with this. Like just, you don't no sin in your anger, but we can resolve yeah. this But we go to bed at yeah. the same time, though. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, he better still mad, get in that yeah. bed. I mean, I can't go to sleep without his hand on my back, so it's like, <sighs> but so I just lay, <laughs> I go to bed. Like, yeah, you want to sleep tonight? You better forget me. I'll be in here. Good luck sleeping. Uh, you know, those are things yes. we do. Anytime that we speak, to, you know, we try our best not to, you know, embarrass or put each other down in, yeah. in public. We try not to, um, you know, we try to resolve personal things in personal time. Uh, We're big on, like, one of the big things that our kids hear us say that we say, the Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work it with all your hearts, working for the Lord, not for men. And say Jane can say it like it started at a gymnastics meet. I would say whatever you do, and she would finish it for me. She still does it to this day. And but I think that's really that's our mentality as a family. Like we're trying to work as hard as we. And Mick is the best leader at this. Like he, whatever he does, 135 percent. You know, like I think he's better at it than me sometimes. Um, but I think that's a non-negotiable. Like whatever you're gonna do, you're gonna work at it. Hard, not because you're working for us or a boss or a teacher or a coach you're gonna do it you know and I don't think that always fleshes out in our children you know but right. you know, we're getting there yeah though oh. <laughs> Sam got it the last thing okay so you know we have two children now so everyone yeah. wants to know are y'all done or oh, do you want it. another one you know so wow. how did you guys decide to go from two to three that's a whole other podcast yeah. wow <laughs> okay give me the show no Nick said no. But Jesus said uh -huh. yes. Yeah, I mean, it was hard to, it was not necessarily easy for Steph to get uh, pregnant with the first two. So, um, you know, we I went through some. I had medical help. I had surgery and several things. And uh, and so we had talked about, hey, we got a boy and a girl. I grew up with, you know. He's a math teacher. Boy and a girl. I was like, two. hey, this is yes, a good deal. Yes, sister. And we had yeah, Kirsten talking about wanting to go part-time, talking about three. Uh, <laughs> And so, you know, the, the, the money was always, you know, you're just scared because you want to be able to provide. But, yeah. you know, I also trust mm -hmm. that, you know, if God wants this to happen, then you can provide. So we had kind of come to the conclusion, or I had, you know, two was good. We're at a good, good point. I asked him to pray about and it. And she said, you know, just pray about this. Go ahead. And then she was at the doctor. I texted him, like, one more time. You know, I can get the medicine and just try, you know, still just not sure. And he texts back, no, hard no. Like, we're done. And then, uh, so we hadn't done anything to stop because it had been so hard. Right. I mean, obviously, I was 39 plus when we had this conversation. Uh, <laughs> and we had had a hard time already, so there was we not going to really be any it. more surgery or medicine and those types of things uh, that helped with the first two. So, yeah, and then so, I ended, wound up pregnant. That, but this leads to one of the best stories of all time. Yes. Well, this is the... This is the note in the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like because we are like honest people with each other right. that is non-negotiable like I'm not gonna lie to you right. I'm not gonna yeah. do something behind your back I'm not gonna do any of that right. that we don't do that um, and so I just was terrified like I'm like I'm pregnant and I thought that I should be but oh my gosh he's gonna think I got the medicine like this is gonna be terrible like he's gonna think I tricked him into the third baby so I walk so, out to my truck yeah so it I was didn't literally really know how to face him uh, so, 11 years so ago so I didn't 11 years ago Pretty close to this time of the year, I walk out to my truck to go down to uh, mm -hmm. softball practice, and there's a big piece of paper folded up in my front seat. And at this time, my truck was still locked. Uh, <laughs> this is another podcast about uh, same truck, <laughs> same truck, yeah, same truck, but it would lock. It still had carpet in it. Uh, anyway, and I opened the door podcast. and uh, read the piece of paper, and it said, "Hey, uh, dear Mick, please dear don't, Mick. dear Mick, dear Mick." <laughs> Please don't come home to you're okay with this. I love you, Steph. And underneath the paper was the positive pregnancy test. Uh, so I'm at home, like, holding my breath, like, when's he going to go now? What's he going to do? And he, of course, like, called came me immediately. Home. Well, he called me immediately. He's like, what are you thinking? Like, I'm not going to come home. I had nowhere else to go. I mean, how were you? How, I was in 
Maybe a sweet moment. No, when you sleep tonight, if I don't come home. Yeah, right there. Yes, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Like, if that's what happened, then that's what the Lord has. Stop stressing. And um, and then we had. All the hotels were booked. There was no. Where is she? Oh, she's over there. So she is her daddy's twin and thinks that he hung the moon and his biggest fan. And she has I, no idea. I love Jesus. About that whole story. Oh, man. I, she I, just I, has a purpose. Yes. That's right. yes. I love and seeing then, her yeah. and her little, you know, the back girl. Just, I mean, she's, she's in it now. Oh, so she, she is. is. She's it is, it is that awesome. third baby. It so we awesome. 10 out of 10 recommend, but will we? That's what I had a, had a friend, I had a coach, Coach Hobbazell. Y'all know, know yes. Hobbazell's yes. uh, from FCA camp. But he told me one time, we were talking about that. He's like, you know, one is fun, two is a hobby, three is parenting. Three, three is parenting. <laughs> He's not lying. Not lying at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, not to hate on this, but yeah, you, yeah. That third one. And I wanted four, but you know. Nope. I think yeah, that was I'm nope. not second nope. any no announcement here, but <laughs> nope. but I just know like well and I mean we're we're raising a bunch of kids somewhere, but I've always been like there's gonna be a fourth somehow. So just putting mm-hmm. that out there. Well and again, the good Lord will surprise <laughs> yeah. you in a variety of not ways. Not that way, but I yeah, said you know, yeah, right. I know what you mean. However, if the kids grow up and we need to take you know, help we fostered a, a brief period, big shout out for people who do that. Yeah. Um but yeah. Okay, that was an that's awesome. No, that's, so I mean, that's why, you know, like yeah. I said, we had a sailor bill, and then 14, 15 months later, she calls me at school yeah. again and had says, Yeah, hey, not but, surprised you, but you're yeah, going to come home to five kids. Yeah. Uh, when, we, when we did that, and that was 26 months. But again, that's yeah. how God uses situations right. and, and how we see, all right, you know, because I thought at different times, you know, the male ego said, You know, you can do everything on your own. I mm. got this, I can handle it. And then you know, God will show you at times. I was probably in that two-year period. I probably learned the most because we had to take help. Right. We right. had to ask for help and, and take help. And that's. that's ooh, yeah. I don't really like. I don't really like that. I don't like doing. those things. <laughs> yeah. So I learned. God can humble. He can knock you down when He needs you to. Right. Um, so just to to wrap this thing up, what is something? We'll go. We'll do. We'll do a marriage, and then we'll do a parenting. Okay. Something in your marriage, you know you've gotten right, and then something looking back, you're like, man, we kind of we missed the mark on that one. Marriage. Well, I mean, I can do the one I messed up on uh, because I could probably continue to not set aside enough time to show Steph how important she is to me. Because you pour your heart out, and you know, and I believe in Colossians three twenty three, work as hard. But when you do that all day, some, sometimes your parent, your family, get your, your wife gets yeah, what's left sure. over. Yeah. You've emptied the bucket and work, and sometimes it's hard to. And so you know, you've there. Left. You've yeah. got games, and you got you know you're on a two-hour trip, and you get home at ten thirty, and you're you know you've taken a loss, or it's been in a a rough day, and then you get home. It's a and Tuesday, so, and you got to get back up Wednesday and get ready. To right. Back to work. Yeah. So uh, you know, so those, that's definitely you know somewhere just making making that time and it's it's beginning to get a little bit easier you know last night we were able just to go and have a little dinner by ourselves because finally we've got kids that we can leave at home y'all can't do that right now unless somebody comes over don't go and lolly aren't here we'll do it and uh, you know but things i think that this is us together that we've gotten right it's just incorporating our kids into almost all aspects of our our life and that was what stephanie had to do with me coaching and and what you're doing now is you know we didn't have that bedtime that strict all that kind of bedtime we just had the we're going to bring the kids to the game and if it takes too much longer we're going to wait till the game's over so we can hug Mm -hmm. or you know they can get on the wash feet and sinks they can get on the john deere and and circle the field with me and If, if she would not have done that for our family, I would have missed out on being able to be that a dad. Mm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she would have had them at home, in bed, on time, and they would have been well rested. Which, no shade on those people. There's no, no, no. Everybody, like everybody's got to live your life accountable to the Lord right. for yes. what, what you, you do. do. That's right. Because uh, I but, had friends that were like, mm-mm, ain't no way I'd do that. Right. And I'm like, I mean, okay. But that's encouraging to me because, obviously, like, I'm drag- like I post on Friday nights. Like, I do, like, the little yeah. time stamp, and I'm like, it's 11.57 and my two-year-old yes. and two-month-old are still awake and we're waiting on daddy to get home. 
and I'm trying to get them in bed, you know. Yeah, no, but it is, I, I love it, it, it and is. I can, like, they, they live like that. Like, we, we forget when we have spend the night company, like, oh, you don't, you weren't raised this way. You know, <laughs> like, we're like, we just, just were waiting for Daddy at 10 o'clock. Like, right. we're not yeah. out on the But, house. I mean, it is one of those things where, like, it does, like, it's so, such a thankless job to be a coach's wife, but that, that's the kind of things that, like, people don't see. Yes. It's like you are having to sacrifice yes. some of your sanity because right. it would be a lot easier to get them in the pajamas, get them in the bed and like you go chill out but right. keep them up so they can so I can see right. when I get home that's important. it's such a yeah. big thing you know because yeah. it is tough because like I know like you know on a Friday I'm at school before mm -hmm. she get gets up, up and yeah. if I on a Friday night if you don't keep them up I won't see them most 24 hours yeah you know? yeah it's, and it's, it's just important that yeah I agree, I agree with that that's a good one I like that that's I mean there's nothing better than if you want to forget about you know some parent mad at you yelling and screaming or a loss you know when your two-year-old mm. comes and jumps in your arms right. yeah. yeah and it's like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah like everything's changes. different right. doesn't really matter everything's yeah. different yeah. you know hey you will you come and pray with me uh and i guess that would be probably the other yeah, kind of non-negotiable that we do is and our kids our kids know and they're really good at it hey you know Let's pray before we go to bed. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so the the girls and with, and, with their daddy. With, yeah. He's been better at this. And Micah time. is, you know, like I said, Micah's sixteen. Uh and he'll probably get mad at me for saying this. Before he goes to bed, uh he comes and hugs his mom goodnight. Yeah. And he comes and grabs my hand and and I pray just a little quick prayer with him before he goes to bed. And I go into the girls' room and Sailor Bell will not let me not do it. Uh and Sadie Jane's usually pretty good about it too and you know, so they're sharing a room, so I can stretch from one bed to the other and, and hold both their hands and pray together with them, uh, give them a, a, a you know a kiss good night before they go to bed. And so they expect that. And so if you don't do it or forget, number one, they're on you, but number two, they you know feel like you're on, you're cheating them right, yeah. out of it. And so putting you know the first things first. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's so sure That's what we that's what we talked about. I mean, because y'all live. Y'all live out the way, you know, biblical principles, the way that we do as far as the man has to be the spiritual leader yeah. in the home. I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. I mean, that's, yeah. that's like our, our role. And it's you hard know. to make it when you're not there a lot. It so is. You have no, that's, to that's figure what, out yeah, that's ways the, to make right. it. That's and we've, things you have to, yeah. I've definitely to. tried to take that. I don't want it, but there are days where I try to leave. Right, right, yeah. And I'm like, that's not, and especially that we have an old, our boy's the oldest, you know, like there are days when he's got to talk about things, but ultimately, you yeah. know, that's. The goal. Well, I mean, it goes against culture. It does. Yeah. It goes against culture to go and, I mean, there's biblical principles of why we were made the way we were made. Right. And to follow those principles, it's not popular. And if, you know, if women get together in a, in a group and you allow yourself, they're going to be like, you do what? Or, or right. you get mm -hmm. men. But in we've a, talked about this. We don't want that role either. We don't. We don't. Well, if you follow yeah. what the Bible says about yeah. it, and again, it can be done perfect. Well. And if you right. want to watch me day in and day out, you can find so many that's times right, yeah. that you can attack me. And that's right. I, and be right. I'm okay. And be yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm yeah. gonna falter. And I'm gonna. But yeah. yeah. You know, I'm always gonna try to put the best interest of of my family. I'm gonna try to treat my wife, you know, like Jesus treated the church. I'm gonna try to be that. Um, and as long as I'm putting forth my best effort to do that, then that enables her to take the role that you know the Bible has okay. has given to her. If you don't do that as a husband, then you're you're forcing mm. your wife to take a different role. It's not that's necessarily that's, always yeah, her fault. That's right. Yeah. It's that's your right. fault because yeah. you're not doing what you're Absolutely. commanded to do. Absolutely. Uh, and I think you know part of the wrong in our culture today is there's there's not enough men right. yeah, that are willing to be men. Yeah. Exactly. And, and we talked about that in the last episode. Like what we define, what culture defines as a man, and what the Bible defines as a man. Like. Has not the same thing. Not at all. And some people think they're being men and their their homes and their spiritual yeah. is in like shambles. They're like, you, you've it. missed the point of yeah. being a man. Yeah. You know, you've, yeah. you've you've completely missed the mark. And, yeah. and that's what we need. We need more men. Like when I say men, I'm talking about the biblical men in our culture. We need them in our in our schools. Yes. Leading Amen. leading uh, coaches. I yep. mean, that's that's one of the biggest things that I think that. I had a talk with you like right when I got back to the high school. I mean, you said I can't even talk to her for like 45 minutes about things, um, and just your perspective on uh, contentment and pride, and like you said, leading these people and being where you are, being where your feet are, and things like yeah. that. 
Like we gotta have more of that. Yeah. We have more coaches that are like that, you know. And that's why I think FCA is so important. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, but yeah, we can, we can go on and on. But yeah. I, I will say this: I mean, like, people can find the clips and the the snips of your life where you're wrong. Luckily, we know y'all well enough to like we know exactly like who y'all are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it's yeah. good to have people like that yeah, because for sure. you can. Like, I mean, people can come to you all the time. Like, hey, did you ever coach Rob? And, and if somebody doesn't really know you, then also no, that that makes all us here to hear about right. you. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, you take that one YouTube video and it's over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's and that's another. You know, we can get back on. You know, that's another whole episode talking about know. you know the, the social media aspect of protecting your kids because one one dumb moment mm. can ruin. Yeah. Or your one entire moment future. that is just taken out of context. Yeah, that's right. Context. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can you can clip. Like I said, you can clip. You can probably clip episodes of this podcast. Yeah, you can and make, make it seem you like say it's something an absolute, you totally didn't yeah. mean to say. Yeah, I think, uh, and I will say this is the last thing I'll say about us. But I, like, I think Micah said the one thing we gotten right is taking him to church, and you know, mm. and taking. And I think our goal, and I think y'all's too, is like we want to lead our kids to Jesus, and then we want them to make that decision for themselves. Right. Like what whatever yeah, that looks like. Right. And so like we, I have I literally you know I take stuff very literally in the Bible so like it says bind things on your doorpost so I mean we have scripture on yes, our doorpost yeah. and I mean I, some days I'm standing in front of it yelling things that I should not be saying but they're but still on my there. doorpost right. you know? and so I think that they see that's I mean for me I think we got that like we're putting Jesus first we're getting that right and then the stuff that we get wrong like I just hope the grace covers it you know well, I was about to say, well, if, you can, if you put that first generally you're going to be and I tease them they can Someone talk to the right, their yeah. counselor about it in the future yeah, like right, there's yeah. a what lot of stuff that, <laughs> that I know they've been like y'all can unpack this the in therapy when you're going down the road they'll try to ride with Mick anywhere because they're like she gets us in there she locks the door and then she starts preaching like you know and I'm like can I get an amen that's gonna be me yeah. in the car with these children. Yes, you gotta. Yeah. Anyways, oh, okay, man. we could talk forever. Yeah, we I don't understand. I don't understand why they want to go in the Colorado with yeah, why <laughs> yeah, with, with ants and you know crawling all over the place. Why do you want to sit in the back? Why are you here? I just wanted to go with you, Dad. Dad asked me no questions. That's the one. That's the one. No questions. That's it. That's it. Tell me more. I love it. Well, we look up to y'all as far as parenting, as far as marriage, and I'm so glad that y'all came on our podcast. We could we could literally talk for hours. Yeah, I love what y'all are doing, and I like don't like just keep pressing on because I love to see light in that generation. Like we're just so encouraged by y'all and living your life. Love to see you coming after us with precious babies. Oh, you what is the it? The bathroom? We'll get you in there. Do you want right, to say well, it? We thank y'all so much. We appreciate it. Hey, can you tell Brad goodbye? Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh. There's nothing That'll sweeter the than that right part. there. All right, we will, and we will see y'all next time. Thanks for listening.